Hey guys, I'm Carrie. And I'm Courtney. And this is Bloom Podcast. Welcome to episode four, guys. Welcome, welcome. We're excited. I can't believe we've been doing this for almost a month already. Yeah, it's crazy to think about, for sure. It is crazy. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about some highlights and lowlights from this past week? For sure. So, a highlight is going shopping today with Carrie. I agree. It was a highlight for me as well. (laughs) Super fun. It was nice to be able to spend like an entire day with you. Mm -hmm. And we're actually recording this at night, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's new for us. And on a different day, too. So, this is a little bit uh, different. <laughs> it is. It feels a little weird, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then another highlight is that Logan booked us a trip to Disney and Universal for next month. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm jealous. I love Disney World and I loved Universal because I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. I haven't so, been to Universal yet, but I need to go. You have to go. Yeah. And Butterbeer is 100% worth the hop. Mm. It's so good. I need to try it. If you haven't been, guys, go and get you a butterbeer or look up some copycat recipes. That's what I've been meaning to do. do. That's what I should do. And um, I think I have like a recipe for it that I found somewhere and I need to try it. But I love butterbeer. So Mm -hmm. good. We can try that. What about you? Any highlights? Uh, So my friend is having a baby girl. Oh, yay. Isn't that exciting? It's so great. All the cute clothes. Yep. So like a little mini version of my friend running around that's so great (laughs) that'll be so cute I know I love it I'm so excited for them I'm excited for them too they're gonna be good girl parents I was about to say the same thing Mm -hmm. I know I don't know them as well as you do but I know that they'll make really good girl parents Mm -hmm. so I'm excited for them for sure any lowlights for you so I have (laughs) a you'll you'll find that this is a common theme with me me being super clumsy getting hurt messing things up so earlier this week I got out of bed and I don't know I guess I'm just super groggy in the mornings because this has happened at least four times in the past year but I just ran into my bed (laughs) like the footboard I ran into it I have a huge bruise on my leg not awake yet (laughs) and this it is a common theme for me it happens all of the time and so that was kind of a low light for me, having this huge <laughs> bruise on my leg all week and running into my bed. I was like, I would do something like that. Mm. And then today, um, I was a little bit upset because this morning I was getting ready to go get some breakfast. And again, I'm super clumsy. I was looking at the mirror on the way out the door and I hit something. I don't even know how it happened. But a diffuser ended up falling in the floor, busting everywhere. Glass went everywhere. Oil went everywhere, which you know how hard it is to to clean clean up oil. No. And it was a mess. The house still smells like that diffuser. At least it smells good. But it's almost like a nauseating smell when it's it's like so strong. strong. (laughs) Yeah, like a little bit at a time is okay, but it is like nauseating because it's as soon as you walk in the front door, it's just like that oil smell. Oh no. It's just everywhere. And so, yeah, I've been super clumsy this week, but it's okay. Gonna have to work on that. (laughs) I don't know how, but (laughs) hopefully something will improve. Maybe next week. At least you didn't have a low light last week. Yes. Yeah, this week made up for it. Uh, I got a couple. Um, my dog, Bo, is old. And it's like every other week something's wrong with him. Something Plus his heart. happened. Uh, he had this like mass pop up on his, <laughs> on his, not his butt, but like near his butt. Kind of his hip. Yeah, area. more like his hip. And 
we were like, oh, you know, it's probably just a thing. Like, he just got bit or whatever. Bless his heart. Well, <laughs> Poor Bo. we're still not entirely sure what is going on there. But, like, he woke up the next morning and he had licked all of his hair off. So, it's now it's like a hot spot. And it's just like, poor buddy. We had to take him to the vet. The full shebang. It's just, it's it's every other month. One At one time, it's barren. And one time, it's Bo. Like, we never know. And then, also, I want to mention the bad weather. I have, like traumatic experiences with bad weather in the past you'll have to tell that story on the pod at some point because i cannot even deal with it right now and then tyler (laughs) made me watch twister last night and i'm like i should not be watching this i should not be watching this it gives me so much anxiety but um yeah so the bad weather the other night thursday whatever yeah I'm, i'm constantly like was that us is it coming towards us like i hate it it's it's traumatizing for me for sure i don't like it uh, any products for you? I don't have any products to talk about this week. but I, I have a couple. a couple. Yeah. Anything Lululemon? <laughs> uh, no. Surprisingly, no Lululemon this time. I have been looking at their site a lot. I'm getting ready to place an order maybe in the mm. next couple of weeks. Um, but nothing Lululemon this time. First, I have my new Wrangler Tiger like oversized t-shirt. I'm, I love the graphic it's tees, so guys. cute. I'm actually wearing it now, so Carrie's able to look at it. But mm-hmm. I love graphic tees. Um. And I've been eyeing this one for probably almost two years at this point. Really? Yes. And I just never bit the bullet and and did it. And so this week I I was kind of feeling down and thought that I needed to treat myself. So (laughs) treat myself to this graphic. See, it's really cute. It really is. You can dress it up or down too. Mm -hmm. And it's totally my style. I love it. Mm -hmm. And then also um, I placed an order with Ulta because I was needing some new products. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got the brow freeze that you talked about a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm excited to try, you know, my big old brows. I hope that it works well. I haven't used it since that day. Oh, I'm sad. I really haven't. But I haven't really had, I don't really have time in the mornings to just like sit there and play mm-hmm. with my makeup. Like I give myself enough yeah. time to put on enough to make right. myself look presentable and then walk out the door. Yeah, same. So I need to do it like on the weekend when I just have time to yeah, play with it and figure out sure. how to really use it. But I think you'll like it. Yeah, I haven't used it yet. It just got delivered today, so I haven't even opened it. But um, also in that package is a crystal nail file. And this is something oh, that I've seen these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been eyeing them for a while because I've heard that they're much better for your nails than a regular emery board. Ooh. And of course, it's crystal, so it will last forever really um and you for a really it long really time. never gets dull i guess no right? um i think it can but it said that like it should last for years and years that's nice and you can disinfect it easily mm-hmm. whereas with an emery board a you traditional really like emery board you couldn't Mm-mm. and so it's really good for that i've heard not to drop it because it will shatter so oh no <laughs> it might to- not have been the best <laughs> decision for a clumsy for girl like so me clumsy, yep but I'm going to try to be really careful mm-hmm. and only take use it when you're sitting it. down. Yes, <laughs> on a very soft surface. Maybe only use it on my bed. Ew. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, I'm just trying Sit to in the floor of... over a towel. <laughs> but then I'm still worried that, mm, I don't know. Not on the bed. <laughs> I'll just put like a bunch of cushions underneath me and like lay towels over it. I don't know. We'll That'll give work. me a whole little setup for when I want to just a, Or maybe go outside in the grass. Padded room. That would be a good idea. Outside in the grass. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm really excited to try it out, so I'll keep you guys updated. Hopefully, okay. I don't break it. I hope not. Well, that might be the low light next week. Okay. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> so, I've been, I haven't been watching anything, but I have um, 
been reading a new release came out that I've been super oh, stoked I saw about your uh, reels about mm, it yes it's like my most anticipated read of the year and it's called House of Sky and Breath it's a sequel to a mm-hmm. book that I read last year I think that book actually came out in 2020 um shocker another fantasy romance guys <laughs> uh it's just the mood Not okay at all <laughs> it's just a mood. it's February just cut me a break. Love season. Love season. <laughs> love. Everything is love. Okay. But it's good. I'm about halfway through. It's an 800-page book. Oh, my goodness. So it's taken me some time to get through and it. And what day did you get this? Tuesday. No. So you've done... Tuesday, yeah. So you've done a lot of reading this week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I had read probably about 300 pages um, till yesterday, and then I was like, this is not going fast enough, so I, <laughs> I bought the audiobook oh goodness (laughs) and it's funny because I actually pre-ordered the book like months and months ago from Barnes and Noble but they told me it wasn't going to be here until next week and I was like not waiting that long like it's going to be spoiled someone's going to spoil it for me so I went to books a million and got the book so I've spent about fifty dollars on this (laughs) this one book but I plan to return the Barnes and Noble yeah probably a good idea do a giveaway or something yeah that'd be cool a giveaway mm -hmm. would be fun on your bookstagram I'm enjoying it so far so I'll update y'all guys on that next week. I look forward to hearing more about it. Cool. So I haven't done any reading this week. Sad. I know. (laughs) I have not picked up my book at all. And what were you reading? Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Mm -hmm. So I haven't read that at all this week. Um, I definitely want to get back to reading it because I was not very far along Mm -hmm. and I'm really interested in reading the book. Mm -hmm. So maybe next week I will have hopefully finished it or at least yeah done a little work on it but I have been watching a lot of Impractical Jokers recently Mm, such a fun show I love Impractical Jokers and I don't know it's one of those shows that I watch like at night when I'm getting ready to go to bed it's so cringy for me though really I have like I suffer when I see them doing these things because I feel like I would be I could you have like secondhand embarrassment it could never be me I could never do that like I would be so embarrassed to do that I couldn't do it. Yeah. So you definitely get like secondhand embarrassment watching Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. That's funny. I think it's just hilarious. And it is very funny, but it like, it makes me so cringy on the inside. I'm like, no, I can't. If any of you are also Impractical Jokers fans, I'd love to know who your favorites are in order of preference. (laughs) My niece and I have been talking about this a lot lately. We both prefer, I think it's Joe, Sal, Mercue. I think is I our order. Names. I haven't so, watched it enough to know. But. <laughs> I'd love to know everyone else's preference. It's just one of, <laughs> it's one of those Joker. mindless shows that you can just like turn on and mm-hmm. it's just a good. Yeah, it's a good background noise mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's perfect and it's for funny. everything. Yeah, it is funny. For I love it. And embarrassing. So <laughs> that's about all I've been watching this week. I'm hoping to get into some new shows soon. I've been thinking about maybe starting Euphoria because I've heard a lot of things about it. I've seen that everywhere. I know. It's me too. all over TikTok. It's like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. But I think it's kind of toxic. Really? The the clips that I've seen are like very Mm. intense. So um, I might have to, I might have to check it out. I don't know what it's on. Do you? HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. So I'm interested in, interested in watching it. Um, I might start it soon. I'm not really sure. Nothing's really caught my eye recently Mm -hmm. as far as. If you start it, let's start it. Like I'll watch it with you. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be fun. Do a buddy watch (laughs) instead of a buddy read. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Well, I think that's all for our little weekly recap. Mm -hmm. 
but we did want to do like a little disclaimer or put some trigger yes, warnings. Yes, kind of a little trigger warning mm-hmm. here. Um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about body image and just a quick trigger warning. We're, we won't talk in specific numbers or anything because mm-hmm. I know that can be very triggering, but we will talk about body image and also disordered eating, mm-hmm. things along those lines. So if that is a trigger for you, we definitely understand if you need to exit out mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. and we have other episodes that you can go and watch or listen course. to that are not you know, triggering at all. They, yes. They are basically just fun. But this is something more serious, and we definitely wanted to put those trigger warnings here for, you know, whoever yes. they might apply to. Yeah, for sure. And our first couple episodes, or first three episodes, were very lighthearted and fun. So this is a little bit more serious for for us, um, but it's something that we felt was really important to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you guys enjoy. We'd love to hear your feedback on, you know, tell us what you thought about this episode and the more serious topics mm-hmm. and any others that you'd like us and to And if you discuss. can, you know, relate to any yeah. of this stuff or if you have any stories that you would like to share, obviously everything that we, that you send us, like we're not going to share it with anybody else. It's just going to be for us only. And we would love to talk to you guys. We're no, we're not experts on this at all. We're not claiming to be. Right. Um, but we want to hear, you know, your thoughts. Of course. Mm-hmm. So definitely feel free to share with us. If you're comfortable doing so, we'd love to hear your stories as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be appropriate to start it out. It's, it's odd that the Super Bowl happened and I'm just going to come out and say it. The whole 50 cent situation. Yeah. Um, I think that has had a lot of, there's been a lot of publicity about that this week. Mm-hmm. For sure. And when I was, when we were going through, you know, our list of topics that we want to talk about in the future, the body image thing kind of just popped out at me just because it's been like all over social media for the yes. past week. Yeah, everywhere. I've seen a lot about it. Um, I saw a post on Facebook that says, just a reminder that 50 Cent won't see you making fun of his weight, but your friends that struggle with body image will. Mm. And I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't also make a comment about 50 Cent's weight because I did. It was all over my, you know... It was all over my social media. Yeah. And we discussed it in the OR the other day, you know, me and my doc and then the, you know, the staff that was in the OR with us. And, um, and then I saw this post and I was like, well, that's awful. And yeah, like, for you kind someone, of feel a little bit of guilt. Oh, I felt so much guilt. And also I felt so much guilt because body image is something that I have struggled with. Obviously yeah. we both have, or we would not be talking Doing a whole about, episode on exactly. it. Exactly. So I was like, I just thought it was appropriate for me to see this and then like kind of take a few steps back and realize like I needed to check myself yeah um and I can agree with that too I know that you know I watched the Super Bowl with some family and and loved ones and and we also kind of made some comments um Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what was said but I know that there were some comments made about his weight and Mm -hmm. appearance and it, it is kind of heartbreaking when you take a step back and you see a post like that that really hits home for you because you, it's something that you've struggled with as well or you mm-hmm. know people close to you have struggled with. And to know that you laughed at something mm-hmm. that really isn't funny. Yeah. Well, that's where it started for me is like I saw a meme about it and I was like, well, that's funny. Mm-hmm. and But then like I didn't realize, you know, it just kind of escalates from there, you know. 
Um, but all that to say this, I was talking, we were, I was talking to a friend about, you know, how I used to look when I was younger. Like, yeah. you know, when I was 10 years ago, when I was just out of high school or when I was in high school and we were showing pictures of each other, like over dinner, we were just eating dinner. And I was like, this is what I, <laughs> this is what I looked like at the age of 18. <laughs> look at how skinny I am. Look at that collarbone <laughs> poking out of my chest. When or you were honestly still a child. <laughs> yes, very much a child. And I know that I struggled with my body image then. then. And I do now. Yeah. But I also did when I was at that size. Mm-hmm. Um, and go ahead. Were you yeah, same something? for me. So I feel like that's been a common struggle throughout my life is comparing my body to the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to me looking back now because I'm a completely different person than I was then mm-hmm. both menti- mentally and physically. Right. And the reality of it, the reality of it is I will never be that size. I could never be that size mm-hmm. and not again. I mean, I was a child and so it's just weird to kind of look back now at how I looked then and how I still struggle with body image, but I also did when I was, I know, 30 pounds lighter Mm -hmm. or, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know we said we weren't going to mention numbers or whatever, but truthfully, I mean, we're not telling you how much we weigh now or what we weighed then. So I, I'm the same. Like I was, I was legitimately 40 pounds lighter 10 years ago than I am now. And, um, I look back at pictures and I'm like, my gosh, why? did I feel that way? You know, why did I struggle so much with the way that I looked then when I was so much, you know, my weight was so much different than it is now. Mm -hmm. And I think it all goes back to, you know, your childhood and how you're, you know, raised Mm -hmm. and what you're around and what you're exposed to. Yes. How how the people around you view Mm -hmm. themselves Mm -hmm. kind of influences the way that you view yourself Mm -hmm. and will grow to view yourself. Right. And someone, you know, in my adult life has told me, well, I'll just say my mother-in-law, she, when Tyler and his sister Beth were young and little, she says that she would like get them out of the bath and they would just be like naked and they had their little towels on and she would like sit them in front of a mirror and be like, you see that little, you see that little boy right there? That is the cutest little boy or, or girl. That is the cutest little boy there ever was. And you see that little butt on that little boy? That is the cutest little butt I've ever seen. And just hop them up as yeah. as child as a child. And that has really like molded him cuz Tyler is someone who is so confident. Yeah. And always has been. And I told I told my mom and you know my parents and my family from the get-go and they knew that. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, "Look, he's very confident and sure of himself he is and yeah and it's can, a it's a great you know characteristic great, mm-hmm. to have it's a it's a great quality to have mm-hmm. and it can come off you know for around people that don't really have that trait like the confidence like they suffer with their self-confidence it can come off a little bit cocky mm-hmm. and I think my mom did say that to me one time she was like oh he's so cocky and I'm like no he's just really like he's he's confident in who he is Mm -hmm. and he doesn't, you know, he loves who he is and he loves how he looks and he doesn't care about what other people think. Right. I feel like that's, it's so great. Like, it's amazing that someone 
that could be instilled in someone from such a young age. Yeah. And vice versa with it not being instilled in someone. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about like when I was in high school mm-hmm. and obviously I'm, you know, I'm much taller than the tip, not much tall. I'm not like six five or anything, but. But I'm, the average woman is approximately 5'4". Right. And, and I'm about 5'10". Mm-hmm. So, and in high school, like, a lot of my friends were shorter than me. Not, like, much shorter. Like, 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five. I had a couple of taller friends, but they weren't, you know, at the time, they weren't necessarily, like, my closest friends. You know, I had, like, a group of, like, three that were, like, right. really close. And then we had, like, a group of six girls that were, like, we all hung out together. But I can remember always comparing myself mm-hmm. to them and how much they weighed. Right. And even like what size shirts they were getting, t-shirts, mm-hmm. what size oh, yeah. shoes they were getting. Um, I have a bigger foot. I'm a bigger girl. Like I wear a nine and a half, sometimes can wear a 10. Yeah. And I remember like squeezing my foot into a size that did not fit. Yeah. Like when I was younger. Cause because I didn't, you felt like you needed to. I didn't want to have a big foot. Yeah. Like I didn't want to look big. Yeah, you felt like you needed to be more like the people around you. Mm -hmm. And I can remember some of the same things, especially when you mentioned like what size shirt they wore, Mm -hmm. you know, t-shirts in high school. If I ever needed a bigger size than one of my friends, I felt like it was a bad thing. And I felt like it meant that, you know, I didn't look as good as they did or that something was wrong with my body. And Mm -hmm. I had a lot of, I think it's funny that you mentioned comparing yourself to your Shorter friends because I had a lot of friends that were taller and Mm -hmm. more slender and Mm -hmm. they had just a longer build than I did. Right. And I felt like my body type was not as beautiful as theirs was because it was different Mm -hmm. and because I didn't look like them and because naturally I carry my weight differently than they did. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I was not as pretty or you know, I didn't look as good. I was just really self-conscious about the way that my body looked Mm -hmm. from a very young age. Right. Right. And keep in mind, like when I was in high school, I was very active in sports. Mm -hmm. So I was, and like my parents are both, they're not, you know, they're average. I don't even, I don't even want to say average size. That's not even the appropriate term for it. But I was running all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I played three sports in high school, so I was constantly active. So even at that age, though I was probably at a healthy-ish weight, it was more on the lower end Mm -hmm. of healthy, I would say, for me, you know, personally, and and just my body type in general. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, do you have anything else you want to mention about when you were a kid or when you were in high school or... Well, one thing that I did want to mention is just, and I know we want to kind of talk about this a little bit further later, Mm -hmm. but when people make comments about your body as a young person, I feel like Mm -hmm. that really sticks with you as well. Right. And even to this day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. From a young age, I was, if I mentioned anything about my weight, people around me would say, oh, well, you know, you're just big boned. And that stuck with me, and that was a really hurtful comment. I, for one, don't even really know what that is supposed to mean, but... It's not a thing. <laughs> right. And I think it's... it. 
it shows that that has stuck with me just in how when we were shopping today, I kept mentioning how I'm more broad and I mm-hmm. have wide shoulders mm-hmm. and things like that because that was instilled in me from a young age and mm-hmm. it's it's still and something that do, I struggle you with. You do have yeah, I, broad shoulders, but that's I do. nothing to be ashamed about. You know right. what I mean? You have a slim like you're you have more of an hourglass, I would say. Yes. figure and that's okay. Yes. Like everybody's not going to look the same. We're not all going to fit into this little, you know, perfect world where we all fit the same size clothing. Like that's just not the way it is. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. And something that I saw, um, several months ago, because I'm a member of, we've talked about Whitney Simmons before, and I'm a member of all of her little Facebook groups Mm -hmm. and people talk a lot in there about how, you know, everyone is someone's like goal body Mm -hmm. so I have what some people like some people would love to look like me you know Mm -hmm. they would love to have my body type and same way I admire other people's body types correct yeah even today I'll going through the stores I was just like wow I wish I looked like them or I wish I could Mm -hmm. wear that and so it really is crazy how the things that are said to you and the way you kind of see others mm-hmm. seeing themselves mm-hmm. really does have an impact on how you grow to feel about yourself and your body. Absolutely. Like the way that you, like when you hear people say like down, put themselves down mm-hmm. around you and you're like, oh my gosh, like they're beautiful. Or I think that they're beautiful. But like, what is that? Like, what about me? Like, yeah. that means I'm like, not even close to them. Like if they think that they look this way, then what about the mm-hmm. way that I think about what I think about myself? Right. For sure. Um, and you know, that was all when we were young and then, you know, in high school age and then you go to college and they're like, Oh, this freshman 15 is going to get you. All you hear about is the freshman 15. <laughs> freshman 15 is going to get you. And it's like, okay, well that's, you know, normal. Yes, because, because your body is maturing around that age. Maturing for and... men and women, you're, you're becoming more mature, really, you know? Mm-hmm. And you... And that can go one of two ways. For me, personally, when I went to college, I know that I lost weight. Mm-hmm. Because I was... Like I said, I was so active in high school. Three sports. Constantly working out. Running. Yeah. All of the things. And then I get to college and I stopped that, like, almost completely. I would still go running or whatever, you know, my, um, like, at the college Mm -hmm. or the rec center or even, you know, in my later college years, my apartments had, like, a little gym and I would go run. But I would say I probably lost 15 pounds at least. Yeah, you probably lost a lot of muscle as well because you weren't you know, maintaining the muscle that you had. No, I wasn't doing any type of weightlifting. Yeah. I remember, like, going to the gym a few times and, like, doing some weightlifting, but nothing like we did in high school. Nothing yeah. like that at all. Um, and then, you know, you go through, you date someone all throughout high school, and then maybe you go to college with that person, or you, not maybe with that person, but you have that same boyfriend, and then you break up. And yeah, then, there's a lot of transition with relationships and college yeah, and yeah. high school. And, and friendships as well. Yeah. And I can remember, you know, after a breakup, I kind of went through this dark period of time, you know, where I didn't really want to go and do anything. Right. And it wasn't necessarily that I wasn't eating, but maybe I wasn't eating 
as much as I was. And then I also wasn't active on top of that. Yeah. And I remember around this time we went to the doctor together mm-hmm. and I think it's funny now that we were in the same room and like we were, we did our visit together. Well, yeah. Well, our mom worked at this office. So yeah. Like it was kind of always. It was natural. Like, it was normal for yeah. us to go in together and we mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah. I mean, we were really open with each other always. Mm-hmm. And so we went in together, and I was in high school at the time, mm-hmm. and you were in college. Courtney's five years younger than me, so at the yeah. time I was probably 18 or 19. Probably 19. Yeah. And you were probably about 14 yeah. or 15, I guess. Yeah. And I remember we were both weighed, mm-hmm. and I remember when we were weighed that your BMI put you in the underweight category. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was in what is considered a healthy weight mm-hmm. by my BMI, but I remember feeling just a really negative about my BMI because yours was lower. And I was like, well, Carrie's older than me mm-hmm. and should weigh more. And you did weigh more, but, but because I, I wasn't at a healthy weight for my height. Yeah, because you're quite a few inches taller than me right like three or four inches taller than me so I don't know it was just really weird for me because I was like wow if she's underweight what am I Mm -hmm. and I felt really like bad about myself Mm -hmm. when I mean I hate BMI honestly because it's so awful like I remember when I was in high school and Courtney can maybe vouch for this as well but we would do these like we would you know get our best I can't even remember what it's called. We talked about this earlier in the car and I was trying to figure out what it's called when you can, you bench and you try to get the most. You're like PR. You're, you're, it's not kinda, called that in high school, but. But essentially you're yeah, trying to get. Whatever your, it is. And you sit there. And they you, called it like max or something like max. that. Your max bench, your max squat, your thing, things oh, like that. Wow. What a concept. <laughs> your max, whatever. And at this time you, you get weighed. And they check your height and then they make you hold this device, which I'm still not even sure how it calculates your BMI based on, I don't even know why you have to hold it out at a certain distance, whatever. Yeah. And I always remember comparing mine to other people who were, like I talked about earlier, shorter than me and people that were meant to be at a, not meant to Mm -hmm. be, but you know, a lower weight. And I'm like, why... Did it have to be that way? Why did we... And why was it so public? Like, why did we always have to talk about numbers in front of everybody? It's nobody's business, but my own. Yeah. Like, it it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. And I hate... I hate BMI anyways. I will say I'm not medical, so there may be some science behind it that really makes sense. But for me, I feel like it can be a really toxic thing because it doesn't take into account... It's true. Your body type or Mm -hmm. your bone structure or anything like that Mm -hmm. so I can yeah it can definitely be triggering Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I remember going back so we had these things called has-been games at for volleyball and basketball where we'd go back and we'd play against like the high school or varsity team at that time like once we had graduated and went to college and someone during the same time where I had lost all this weight not purposefully but just you know It just happened. Um, Someone made the comment, you look sick. Mm. That. How hurtful. Very hurtful. You should never 
comment on somebody's weight ever or their outward appearance at all or their outward appearance or like I know if somebody saw me tomorrow without makeup on out in public like at work or something or Monday Mm -hmm. they would they would be like are you okay yeah um I know I wear makeup every day okay I do it for me because I I just don't want to like my mom never left the house when we were kids without makeup on. I've always, I just, you know, put yourself together. You look better, feel better, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And if we you, love makeup and yeah. it makes us feel better to wear makeup. Yeah. And like Courtney, she's confident in herself without makeup on. Yeah. She'll go out without makeup on and that's fine. Me, on the other hand, I'm not. And I know that. And so yeah. I put makeup on to make myself feel better. But like, it's not okay to sit there and comment on someone's appearance or their weight or we talked about this earlier, you, you look too skinny or like, would, do you want, like, that's not right. <laughs> you look too skinny. You look too fat. You're, or telling someone they're too anything. I feel like no, can be you're super too toxic. Loud. You're too toxic. quiet. Sorry. Like mm-hmm. don't, it's none of your business. Everyone has yeah. a different personality. Everyone has a different, you know, outward appearance or you know, they might be happy with themselves. And then yeah. you make that comment. Not that I was happy with myself at that point. And when I yeah. look back, I realize, you know, wow, I should not have been yeah. that, you know, And it wasn't that from a malicious place. It was from, a, it was probably from a place of concern. Probably. But yes. it still can be something that is really hard to hear and something that could also be said in a, in a kinder way, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And This is also kind of on the same lines, but like I said, you should never, like you would never go up to someone and say that they were fat or anything like that. You would never want to say that they're too skinny. That's also like fat shaming and skinny shaming go hand in hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all wrong. Mm -hmm. And like our grandmother, when, (laughs) when we were younger, anytime I'd come home from college, have you lost weight? No. (laughs) <laughs> and she still, and that might just be her way of telling me I look good yeah. or she thinks I look good or, or maybe she doesn't think I look good. And she's like, Oh gosh, like I'm worried about her. Like she needs to put on a few more cause she's always feeding us. She likes to feed us yes. and take care of us. But she will always constantly be like, have you lost weight? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, actually, Nina, I've gained it. <laughs> <laughs> I've gained it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, but. So after college, I probably, I lost like, you know, 15 or so pounds. And then I ended up putting that back on. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was at a, you know, a healthier weight for me. Yeah. And ever since that time, I've continued to gain weight. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I mean, like I am filling out, like, I guess that's what I, that's what I say. You Mm -hmm. know, when I first went to college and looking back now, I was, I mean, tiny in high school and Mm -hmm. I went to college and you know my first semester didn't really gain any weight but my second semester I was actually happy I had more friends than I didn't have any friends my first semester of college Mm -hmm. so my second semester I started to gain friends I started to go out to eat with people more and hang out with people so I was I was eating more Mm -hmm. and I gained a a good bit of weight I mean Mm -hmm. and I don't know it was really hard for me because I don't know why I imagined that I would always be the size that I was in high school oh, like, I know. for the rest of my life. Like, I never mm-hmm. imagined being any different than that. It's because when you're in high school, they talk to you about, you know, the freshman 15, the freshman t- 15, and you try so hard to avoid that. Or, you know, some people do. And 
it's just, it's so annoying because we're going to change, you know, yeah. and it's up to de- to you to decide, you know, what you feel is a healthy weight for you. And that can take, that's a lot of trial and error, you know, for me mm-hmm. personally. Um, I still struggle. Me too. With it daily. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, a lot of people do, even if you don't think that they do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard. I think body image is just such, so difficult for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that I feel like we're all trained to, or most of us are trained to not be happy with the way we look. Mm -hmm. And especially right now, I think that working out and everything is pushed so heavily in social media and Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Not that it's a bad thing. I think that exercise is an important part of you know, living. I think that everyone should incorporate some sort of activity into their routine. It's good for you. Yeah. It doesn't um, mean you have to go out and, you know, bodybuild or anything like that. Yeah. And if you decide you want to bodybuild, good for you. You know, that's great. You know, just getting outside and that can be good for your mental health yes, as well. For sure. I know that it You know, has the been... endorphins that you get from working out. And then also if you spend some time in the sun, vitamin D is so good for you. Mm-hmm. So many good benefits. For and sure. And so... I don't know. I think that social media can just be really negative and mm-hmm. really harmful to our body image. And even though people say that it's getting better, I feel like it hasn't really changed. There are there are some people, and I can appreciate their posts, like they will make videos on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be, YouTube, and it's like Instagram versus reality. And they will sit there and yes, post. Yes, I love that. Perfectly, because you can. You yes. can sit there and pose perfectly, just like me and you can sit up straighter. We're sitting over here slouching right now, because again, guys, we're sharing the same mic. Are you surprised? <laughs> Still haven't resolved our technical difficulties. Maybe next week, <laughs> but um, like we can sit up straighter and suck in or do whatever mm-hmm. and make ourselves look a certain way. There are apps on our phones or that allow you to phone. smooth out every dimple, smooth. every blemish, mm-hmm. every stretch mark. You can cinch in that waist or whatever. And people do that still to this mm-hmm. day. I try not to alter, you know, my appearance that much, but I have in the past smoothed out dimples on my legs or whatever. And I'm guilty of that mm-hmm. because I see what all these other people post and it's all fake. It's Mm -hmm. a filter. They're filtering their their appearance. Entire lives. Their entire lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's so appropriate that, I mean, it is. It's Instagram versus reality. And those people, these people will get on there and they will post perfectly. Make them, you know, make their appearance look the way that everyone sees them. Mm -hmm. And then they will slouch or just like relax. And, And it's like, that's what they really look like. And it's toxic because people really think that no one, all of these workout people or all these Instagram people, they never bloat or they mm-hmm. never, they never have blemishes on their face. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I looked like that because I don't, like I have blemishes on my face or I have severe issues with bloating or, you know, whatever it yeah. may be. And they think that everyone's, these people that they see on social media, that their lives are perfect based on how they appear and it's not it's never that way they think that filtered view of their life and their appearance is reality because for them it is because that's the only side that's all they see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I and I do need to be I guess I do need to be better which I try not to 
I'm not smoothing my face out or anything like that, but I do put presets on my pictures, which basically is just for the color of the pictures. Yeah. And mainly my pictures on my, I don't post a lot on my regular page anymore. I'm, yeah, I'm solely focused on my, <laughs> on my book page. It takes up a lot of my time, <laughs> but I do like to make my books look <laughs> more colorful or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, but I use presets on those um, often, but it's just... It's so, it's hard because, you know, people may listen to this episode and think, oh, well, she can never feel the way that I feel or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But we all struggle with things yes. personally about our ourselves, about our appearance. I know for me, you know, my whole life it's been weight. Yeah. Um, When I was younger, my eyebrows <laughs> were out of control. Okay, I started getting my eyebrows waxed when I was in, like, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And it's because, you know, our mother also had very bushy eyebrows. We all have them, which I'm thankful yeah. for now. Like, thank God that yeah. I do because it's it's trendy. Yeah. <laughs> but this is kind of off subject. It doesn't have anything to do with weight, but it's still body image, so I'll talk about it. But I started getting my eyebrows waxed at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And something that I used to be made fun of because I had a unibrow. Yes. <laughs> legitimately had Same a unibrow. Here. And then something else that I always was self-conscious about, my freckles. Some people love freckles, wish they had them. Some people even pay money for a product that will put freckles on their face. Right. But for me, it was always something that I was so self-conscious about because not everybody had that. Yeah. You know, and I felt like I needed to cover them up. Yeah. And I didn't wear makeup from... A young age, like I think I started wearing makeup when I was maybe in ninth or tenth grade, but I've since, I mean, I do kind of, I guess, cover them up every day, mm-hmm. which now that I'm older, they've faded away and I'm right. like, I wish I still had <laughs> my freckles that I had when I was younger. Yeah. But also other things that I've struggled with, my nose. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, your bone structure is so great. But I look at my nose and I'm, and I don't like it or Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. Yeah. And I've had to learn to love the way that I look. Yeah. Well, one thing for me, and you might be a little surprised to hear this. I always struggled with my weight and concerns about body image um, in that way. But another thing that I was always really self-conscious about growing up was my lips because Mm -hmm. I do have fuller lips Mm -hmm. and and they're beautiful (laughs) but you know growing up a lot of people made comments about them Mm -hmm. and I even had you know men that would make inappropriate comments to me right about them and so I thought that it was a bad thing that my lips were more more full Mm -hmm. and I was always really self-conscious about it because it made me embarrassed I was embarrassed to have like fuller lips because I thought that there was something wrong with them and Mm -hmm. the fact that people would you know, make comments about something like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe they meant it as a compliment, but for me, it made me feel really embarrassed and like there was something wrong with them. And right. When in reality, they're beautiful and people pay money to have their lips look the way that yours do. You know what I mean? And everybody's different. Like everybody, some people think that thinner lips are more beautiful. Some people think that Mm -hmm. fuller lips are more beautiful. Some people like a slender nose, you know, some people might find my nose attractive. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am married to somebody, so maybe he likes it. (laughs) I'm sure he does. (laughs) But I always told myself when I was in high school and even from like a young age, when like, when I really started growing into my face, like when I was younger, I didn't have 
this nose, you know, but when I got older, I, you know, developed this nose. And if you know me, you know what I'm talking about. And (laughs) all of my friends are like, but your nose is so beautiful. But it was always something that I struggled with. And I always said I was going to get a nose job. Always said it. Always said that I was going to get a nose job. And then I don't know, it was like a switch just flipped one day and I was talking to our mom and, you know, I was talking about how, you know, I was getting married at the time, I think, Mm -hmm. or it was close to when I was getting married. And I said, you know, I just don't think I could, I wouldn't ever do it. Not shaming anybody for doing it because if that's something that makes you feel good about your appearance, go for it. Yeah. Like I said, I get Botox. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting over here acting like I have a smooth forehead that was straight from God and he just loves me and I'm 30 years old. No, I get Botox. Mm -hmm. My forehead is not very smooth right now. It's been a hot minute since I've had it, but that's something that makes me feel better about myself. So I do it. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, at this age, I just don't think that I would ever, I would get a nose job because I've, you know, I've gotten married. I have those pictures to look back on. They have this nose and I just think I would look like a completely different person and I don't want to look like a completely different person. I like to enhance the features that I have. Um, but personally for me, I don't think at this point in my life I would ever, that's not something that I would ever do. Right. Yeah. Um, but like I said, like this is something that people struggle with on a daily basis. I know that me and Courtney struggle with it. I struggle with it to this day. Yeah. I still, I'm so hard on myself constantly you know I mm-hmm. I say things to myself or and even in front of other people which is embarrassing you know about my appearance mm-hmm. and about my weight and Me too. I shouldn't I yeah. shouldn't say those things and well and it's crazy to me that these things don't go away as we get older mm-mm. because they're still here I remember in my previous job I was straight out of college, which is, you know, a hard time as it is. And starting a new job Mm -hmm. can be really difficult as well. And I had to have like a full health check Mm -hmm. for insurance purposes, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was getting ready to go to mine and all of my coworkers, who were a lot older than me, kept saying, oh, well, you're so lucky because you're not going to get fat slipped. That's what they called it when your BMI was outside of the healthy range quotes around healthy yeah um they called it getting fat slipped because they would give you a piece of paper that said that you needed to like make some changes I guess and and so they were like oh you're so lucky that you're not going to get fat slipped oh we all get fat slipped everyone gets a fat slip you're not going to get one and that's awful I felt really weird going into that appointment turns Mm -hmm. out I, my BMI was not in the healthy range. And the woman told me, she was like, you know, I don't think that you're unhealthy, so I'm not going to give you this slip. You know, mm-hmm. apparently if they gave me that slip, something would happen. I would have to sign something or do something. She was like, you're healthy. We're not, we're not worrying about this. And so I was glad going back into the office that I didn't get a fat slip, but I still felt so weird about it. But why do they have like, to... Why does it have to be said in such a yeah, negative like why is why is that what you decide to call it? Like, no, and it should. And why are we talking about this anyways? No, why are we why are we calling anyone fat or right. saying anything negative about mm-hmm. anyone? That's absolutely ridiculous. But something that you know we struggle with, and I know when you worked at Lululemon as well. Oh yeah, there's been several instances throughout my life, 
And this is another reason why I think it's just so wrong to comment on someone's body at all. But first in college, um, I was going to a formal and went to try on dresses. Mm. And when I went to try on dresses, this woman was measuring me. And she took me to the section and she was like, oh, we don't have much that is going to fit you because you have a really big rib cage for a girl. Um, (laughs) Not all girls are going to look the same. Yeah, like, and that is okay. Yeah, I'm not super petite, and that's okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And some people have bigger rib cages. What is wrong with that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that's nothing. what blows my mind about it. Why would you tell me that I have a really big rib cage for a girl? Because, you know, as far as I know, people come in all different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. and they're all beautiful. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I don't know why she felt the need Mm-mm. to tell me that. And then, like you mentioned, when I worked at Lululemon, it was an issue because part of my job was to help others in, you know, doing their shopping and finding their sizes. Mm-hmm. And so I would be very transparent with the guests that I interacted with. Yeah. And I would let them know up front. So if they came to me asking what size they needed or what size right. someone they For knew reference. needed. Yeah, I would just say, for reference, you know, this is the size that I'm currently wearing. I wear this size in all bottoms, or I wear this size in sports bras, you know, things exactly. like that. And so I would I would tell them that. And all of the time, people would say, oh, well, if you're that size, then my daughter's going to need a, this size. She's, oh, no she's offense, much but she's much, yeah, no offense, but my daughter's much smaller than you, so that's not going to work for her. And I'm saying... I'm, I I don't know. I was thinking in my head, I didn't tell you that this is the size your daughter needed. No, you were just simply saying, by the way, this is the size that I am. I'm being completely transparent with you. Yeah. Letting you reference my body size and the size that I'm wearing. Because you know your daughter. Yeah. And you'll know in your head if your daughter is smaller or larger and, you know, kind of get in a comparison. No need for you to make a comment on it. Yeah. You don't have to comment on my body to find the right size for your daughter. Mm -hmm. You can just say, okay, thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then look in the smaller sizes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Don't comment on my weight or what you think about me. No, that's... Especially when you don't know me. You are a complete stranger. So what makes you think that you have any right? Yeah, and like... I don't think that anyone has any right to comment on someone else's body. But especially a complete stranger. Like, you mm-hmm. don't know what I was going through. And mm-hmm. you don't know how I felt about my body. Not at all. So why would you comment on it and possibly... Trigger I mean, something. yeah. Because it is. It is triggering. Mm-hmm. It's triggering for, for anybody that struggles with, with that. Yeah, because this isn't just an issue among women. You know, this is mm-hmm. an issue for men, women, everyone, children even. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of the men I worked with as well would, would get comments on their size. And mm-hmm. so it's just very toxic. It really is. Um, I, I like that you talked about you know sizes and everything and today when we were shopping Mm -hmm. it's like it was hard it was it was very hard because in these you know boutique like stores in a lot of them okay Mm -hmm. um they are they're not really plus size friendly not at all and maybe these stores had those sections and we didn't really see them but they're not just out there I don't I didn't which is wrong no yeah absolutely they don't advertise it if they do have it yeah they it's like they try to hide it in the back yeah but it shouldn't be like Mm -mm. half the store should accommodate like 
the whole store should accommodate every size. Not yes, yeah. The whole store accommodates what we call right. these in these days small, medium, and large. Yeah, maybe extra. I didn't see yeah. a single extra large the entire day that we were. I did not either. out. And I get that a lot of that goes back to the suppliers mm-hmm. and a lot of the cl- the suppliers that these boutiques get their clothes from and these stores get their clothes from exactly. aren't inclusive in their sizing. Right. And so it. I think it all goes back to them and them needing to fix things. Mm-hmm. But it's just really sad. It is. And it can be super discouraging. I know it was oh, it for is. us today. It really was because we're trying on the biggest size that they have and everything. And it's nothing's fitting. Yeah. It's, and we can't find anything that fits or, you know, we find something that we think would be our normal size. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not. Like, how, how can this like all three sizes be so close together. Yeah. Like when you hold them up against mm-hmm. each other, they're not that much bigger right. when you go up in size. Yeah. And um I talked to Courtney about this on the way home, but there there is a girl that I follow on TikTok. She has mm-hmm. a very pleasing aesthetic on her videos. I think I don't know how exactly to pronounce her name, but it's I think it's Nabella. Yeah. N-A-B-E-L-A. Um, and she has a clothing brand. I'll let Courtney tell you more about it. Yes. I don't, I've never ordered from them personally, but I think that... I her, love the mission. I love, I love the, the mission. The reasoning behind it. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, So the website is shop.wearezeba.co. Mm-hmm. And when Carrie showed this to me, I don't, I don't know. I loved it. I thought that that was such a great way to go about things because they they don't use traditional it's not small medium large it's not two four six eight yeah ten twelve whatever it's words yeah like worthy worthy love passionate beautiful things that that really have so mean so much more than a number or a traditional size. Or it's, small, medium, and large. Yeah. Or extra large, whatever. And really, be. none of them had anything to do with, you know, just your body. Mm-mm. It wasn't this shape, that shape, this size, that size. Nope. It was beautiful. That can mean a million different things. That I mm-hmm. mean, your beauty is so much more than your outward appearance. Exactly. And passionate, worthy, loved. Like, all of mm-hmm. these words that are just... You know, would be such an amazing it's compliment to receive, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's encouraging. And we'll link it in the episode description yeah. so that you can look more into it. And maybe I'll link her TikTok as well because her story is kind of it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> Carrie she, made me cry before this. Uh, I did. <laughs> she did cry. Uh, she's pregnant currently, and they they've struggled with. I guess they've struggled with infertility, and they've mm-hmm. also you know struggled with miscarriages in the past. So it's it's just a beautiful. Her journey is beautiful, and I love her whole, you know, mission and everything. And with this brand, it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's stunning, truly. It really is. And they have some beautiful pieces on their website. We were browsing before this they episode. Really they really do. They really do. Beautiful clothes. Um, but, you know, all that to say, self-love is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is something that I need to work on daily. Yeah, it's something that I've really been trying to work on mm-hmm. over especially the past year or so, but, um, because it's something I've always struggled with is, you know, self-confidence and feeling like I wasn't enough the way I am. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that I've really been working on too. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's appropriate, you know, to say this, like, would you say to other people what you say to yourself? Right. Or would you say to other people the things that you have said about yourself? And I know for a fact that I would not. Never. No, I would never. I'm so hard on myself. So hard. And, you know, about my appearance or about my weight or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, I would never say that to anybody else or talk about anybody's appearance. I try hard not to do that. That is something that I try not to do. Me too. I try to make a conscious effort to... And I'm not saying that I never have. That is not... Yeah. I'm not a perfect person and I've... But I'm working on myself mm-hmm. and that's something that I've been really conscious of lately, mm-hmm. especially since it's something that I've always struggled with. So over the past few years, you know, if I... I'm really... I think I can be really quick to make comments in my head about, you know, other people. And so when I do something like that, I try to catch myself and mm-hmm. say, you know, that wasn't right. I don't know no. them. Mm-hmm. And it's a judgment. It is. Yeah. And it's, that's not our place. Right. Not it's at not all. It's not our place to judge anyone at all. So. Um, but along those same lines with self-love and everything, mm-hmm. one of the things I've really been working on is being more neutral about my body and not putting my value in a number or a size. Right. And I've tried to really start appreciating my body for what it can do. So being Mm -hmm. thankful for my legs because they carry me every day. They allow me to walk. And some people aren't able to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's That's just the truth. Some people aren't capable of walking and my legs carry me every day. I'm allowed to walk and run. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have arms that allow me to carry my nieces and I have hands that allow me to hold my fiance's hand. And, I'm able to give hugs and, like I said, run and jump and do all of these things that are mm-hmm. just so, so amazing. Like, it's so mm-hmm. great to be able to do all of these things. And so I've started to try to appreciate my body for the things like that that I'm capable of, do- of doing rather mm-hmm. than putting my value in a number, if right. that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And that's really beautiful that you said that because we should be thankful for what we have. And, you know, we're only given one body. Mm-hmm. We might as well appreciate it. And, you know, yes. if if you, you know, I myself need to take care of myself on more of a mental level, mm-hmm. which goes into loving myself mm-hmm. and speaking confidence into myself and saying good things about myself yeah, and things that I do love about myself instead of focusing on the things that maybe I've struggled with in the past, like my nose or whatever, you know, something that I've always loved. And you know what? Maybe we should talk about, let's give ourselves three ups right now. Yeah, that's I, a good I idea. I think we need to talk about maybe three things that we love about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You go first. Okay. <laughs> I'm Don't putting put you on, me on the spot. I'm exactly. I'm putting you on the spot. We did That's not okay. talk about this. So the three things that I love about myself are I'm very passionate mm-hmm. in everything that I do. I feel like I always try to give my all to the people around me and in my work. I've, I'm just very a very passionate person. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I don't know. This is so hard. Name something I'm, physical since we've talked about body image as well. I'm strong. You, you know? are. 
I, I may not be as strong as the person next to me, but that's okay. Yeah. Because I'm strong. I'm allowed. I can lift my nieces and carry them. Yeah, and I carried built, my niece around for a long time. The other you day. can build muscle too. Like you've had, I've seen your, your legs <laughs> and your muscle legs. They're, it's awesome. So I'm, I'm passionate. I'm strong. And I feel like I'm very loving. I, I just feel like I have so much love to give mm-hmm. and I love hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. You really do. <laughs> um, I would say about myself, I think I'm pretty funny. <laughs> I like to, I enjoy making people laugh. You make I, me laugh. I I just think that it's something, and you know, that's one of the good traits that I got from my, my father. And um, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. that about me. I love, you know, having good banter with people and joking about things and, you know, being quick. And I, I have this relationship with, her fiance, like we sh- kind of share that. We kind of just like bounce yeah, off that of each quick other. Wit mm-hmm. and, yeah. And so I, I love that about myself. Um, I love, I feel like I like to take care of people mm-hmm. and, you know, that could go into my job or that, you know, at home or I just, I like to check on you know, people's mental health. Yeah. Um, often. and you're really good at like doing that. And I think it's really clear that, <laughs> oh, oh <Baron>. the doggies, <laughs> Baron, we almost made it <laughs> almost. Um, but yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. something that I, you know, think that I'm good at. And then I'll, I'll throw out something physical that I'm, that I'm learning to embrace. Yeah. And it's, it's my curves. I, yeah. I am a little bit curvy. And I would, you know, when I was younger, I was, there were parts, we won't name parts of our bodies, but that I was told that I needed to basically hide or, you know, because I, because I am a curvy person, even when I was at a much lower weight, now that I filled out, the weight goes somewhere and you can only imagine where, uh, this is mostly women on this podcast, so <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> for all the men, it's Okay, uh, but I, I am, I am becoming more thankful for my curves. Mm-hmm. I am. And I, and that's something that I'm learning to love about myself. And I think that that's important. I do so, too. Yeah. I, I also want to mention that I absolutely love that you know the difference in Bo and Baron's barks. Oh yeah. So when he barked, you said, oh Baron, <laughs> They're my, they're my children. <laughs> the, those are my babies out there. So, um, but I guess it's time for us to wrap this up. We got to go yes. take care of the dogs. Cause for obviously, sure. Someone might be trying to break into the house. We don't know. They're barking at something, and it's like 9 o'clock at night. (laughs) Um, But we're so thankful for you guys, and we hope that you continue to listen to our episodes. And We hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little bit more raw and real and a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. than our previous episodes. Yes. I'm quite literally shaking right now because... It was it was kind of hard to talk about. Yeah, and it's very it's difficult to talk about. Um, it is a difficult a more subject subject yes. and um, but we hope that you enjoyed it yeah. and can kind of re- some of you can kind of relate to us in this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we definitely love to hear your stories yeah. and and I would talk love to you more about if, all of this if you've ever struggled, you know, with body image or anything like that maybe share some of the ways that you've learned to deal with it and Mm -hmm. learn to cope with it and um 
you know, how you've learned to love your body if you have, or if you have any questions about, you know, things that we've been through or whatever, just feel free to message us. Yes. You know, at bloom underscore podcast. Yes. We're always there. And since Carrie um, put me on the spot and we had to name three things that we loved about ourselves, we want, <laughs> we want you to, to do that oh. too. <laughs> yes. Know? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. take a minute right now. You've listened to our podcast and just name three things. They don't have to be physical, but if no. you can think of one physical trait that you love about yourself, mm-hmm. then say them out loud to yourself right now. Or write them think, down. Yeah. And, you know, just if you keep a gratitude journal or whatever, you know, write it down in that. Or you can send it to us if you want to. You can send mm-hmm. us your three things that you're... Or more. If you have more. I mean, I'm sure if we sat here and thought about it, yeah, you know, there are many things that we could... We are thankful for. Yeah. Um, but just just let us know. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. yeah. Love yourself and love love others as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And be kind yes. to yourself. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. But especially yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Of course. Bye, Bye guys. guys.